The National with Nolton Nash. No, it's not. It's Frantic Times. The best of Frantic Times. Thank you. Welcome to another show of the best of frantic times. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto. And we're here today to play you some sketches from our radio show. Frantic Times, which was uh, recorded in the 80s, right, It was Peter? in the 80s, and we're recompiling them into podcasts That's right. just for you. 900 sketches reduced to one half-hour show. The rest were crap. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> We're that's, gonna, all, that's all we've got. One we're show. Sta- we're starting. Well, we're starting with a very good one. This one's called Roman numerals. Oh, I love this. And uh, give us the backstory on this one. Uh, so the backstory here is that Canada converted uh, to the metric system, and this sketch is about that conversion and the confusion that surrounded it. Using Roman numerals instead. Yeah, because we, we're comedians and we were clever was, boys. That's right. It was going to be funny to <laughs> instead of inches, we we're going to do Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> Ave Merchandavia, I have come to purchase a quantity of your famous Sumerian pepper. At salve, citizen Flavius. You are in luck. We are having a sale today. Sumerian pepper will only cost you 44 talents. 44? Oh, no. Don't tell me that you, too, are converting to decimal. Well, it is the law, citizen. But what is wrong with Roman numerals? It's foolish to convert when we're used to the old ways. No, no, the decimal system is easier. Certainly for mathematicians and astronomers. How much is 44 in real numbers? XLIV. XLIV? Why don't you just say XLIV? <laughs> Who can remember 44? But, 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 but the rest of the world is decimal. It's impossible to learn. Hey, merchant, I want 18 pieces of licorice. Well, they're two talents each. Here's 40 talents. And here's your four talents chain. Thanks. Hail Caesar. By the gods, what was that gibberish? He wanted XVIII pieces of licorice at II each. He gave me XL and I gave him IV change. Well, then why didn't you just say so? Because this system is so much easier. Easier. Look, citizen, all you need remember are the numerals 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 0. Yes. You, you see, there is a ones column and there's a tens column. You add 1 to the tens column and set the tens column back to 0 yes. and start adding into the ones column again, <laughs> joining it to the 1 in the tens column. So after 9, there is 1, 0, 1, 1. One, one, two, oh, wait, one, wait, wait, wait a minute. So you say I should count one, two, three, four, five, six, V-I-I? No, no, seven, seven eight. Eight, nine, That's right, you got it, you got it. Fine. Then give me one, two bags of cloves. You mean twelve? I mean cloves. No, no, one, two. One, two is called twelve. I see. So your residence is not one two zero; it is twelve zero. No, it's a hundred and twenty. You've moved? No, no. <laughs> you see, you see, when you reach the third uh, column, enough, then... enough! I will never understand this decimal nonsense if I live to be C. <laughs> Give me X bags of pepper. Ten. X. 
X it is. And how much for your silk? Fifty-five. Uh, 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 I mean, LV, talents a yard. Yard? What happened to cubits? It's the, it's the new system. No! Hi, guys. My name is Rex. Uh, I'm a long-time listener, a 728th time caller. I love you guys, especially Rick. That's me. Play that skit now, the one, the funny one we did where the two guys are doing the thing. It's, play that one. If you drink, don't drive. If you drive, don't drink. If you must drink and drive, don't juggle machetes. <laughs> if you drink, drive, and juggle machetes, don't do it blindfolded in the nude. While you're heading into oncoming traffic on two wheels, both of them flat with a nun sprawled helplessly across the windshield. Common sense. If people had it, there would be fewer commercials like this. A message from one of those ministries with a bit of money to spare. And now, here's Frantic Times weatherman, Fred Kemp. Well, thank you very much. Well, folks, it was cold, cold, cold today. Record lows were set right across the country. In the Maritimes, the mercury dropped to minus 40 Celsius, which is minus 40 Fahrenheit. And water froze in pipes while people were taking showers. Several injuries were reported. (laughs) Across Quebec, the temperature dropped to minus 140 Celsius, or minus 220 Fahrenheit, which is so cold that oxygen turned from a gas to a liquid, and people had to crawl around sniffing puddles on the ground to breathe. (laughs) As well, traffic was backed up because rubber tires crystallized, trees froze solid and exploded, and transit workers remain on strike. In Manitoba, even chillier, the temperature read minus 268 degrees Celsius, five degrees above absolute zero. Wow. Air froze solid, power lines became superconductors, and there were reports of diamagnetic behavior in transitional metals. (laughs) But that was warm compared to Alberta. Get this. In Alberta, it reached absolute zero, minus 273 degrees Celsius. Now, hey, I know it's theoretically impossible. I was calling for sleet. But molecular bonds disintegrated, atoms collapsed, and several sports events had to be canceled. And finally, in British Columbia, it was mild and rainy. Tomorrow, look for more of the same. So bundle up, and if you're in areas that reach absolute zero, conserve energy through intrinsic angular momentum. I know I will. This is Fred Kemp for Frantic Times, signing off. Join me now, won't you, for a stroll down bad memory lane. It's just like memory lane, except I have no idea what's lurking around each corner. It's a little scary. And and fingers crossed, amusing? The best of Frantic Times. it is a serious breach of faith to give out professional secrets, confidential files, and pricing policies. But now the Supreme Court has ruled that doctors are not breaking the law by giving medical files to the RCMP. Yeah? Uh, doctor, there's a man on line one for you. Is it an emergency? No, it's top secret. Hmm, put him through. Um... 
Is this the doctor guy? Uh, yes. To whom am I speaking? To me. And who are you? I can't tell you. I, I work for the RCMP. Oh, why didn't you say so? Didn't think of it. Okay, um, do you have patients who are women? Yes. Really? Do they take their clothes off? If it's necessary. How do you get them to do it? I... I asked them, uh, look, what is it you want? Can I get some pictures of naked ladies? Pictures? Yeah, like all naked and everything. Who is this? I'm an RCMP guy, so can I get the pictures, please? Why do you need them? I'm doing a probe. Are they small or big pictures? I'm afraid I have to know what you're investigating. Naked ladies. But why? Why? I need to. I think you're a pervert. Why do you say that? Well, you phone up and ask for pictures of nude ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, my investigation is really in a hurry. You know? uh, no, no. <laughs> Not even black and white? Listen, pal, I don't know who you are, but I've got patients to attend to. Are they women? Never mind. Can you describe them? Why? It might give us a lead. I'm hanging up. Just get one to lie on the Xerox machine and then you could send me up. Filthy pervert. I'm going to report this. RCMP headquarters. Yes, I'd like to report a pervert impersonating an RCMP officer. Your name? Dr. Gordon Chalmers. Oh, hi, Doc. Did you get the pictures of the naked ladies? Because they're really, you know, I mean... We're going into a canoe head. Okay, let's talk about canoe head. So, um, we are about to play... Is, now, is this our first canoe head? I mean, like, this is the first time we played yes, it on the podcast. I believe so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we need to tell them about Mr. Canoe Head. Well, Mr. Canoehead is a pretty eponymous character. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> Can you not just use... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, continue. Oh, well, it's okay. Mr. Canoehead obviously is one of the my favorite characters because I got to play Mr. Canoehead, and he's Canada's greatest aluminum-headed superhero. And what, what can be said about um, probably the Frantic's most famous character, wouldn't you I say? Would, I would think so. I would think so. It started with, uh, if I could, we could go back to the 80s, and we had our radio show, and we had to crank out a lot of material. And the deal was everybody goes home for a couple of days, then you come back to the office, and you read what you wrote, and we distill it down to another show. Dan came in yes. with nothing but a piece of paper. The it list. started with the list of silly names. Oh, yes. Okay. He said, I didn't write any sketches, but I do have a, a list of silly titles. And he read them off, and they're extremely funny titles. And one of them was Mr. Canoehead Saves the Day. And it was hilarious. And it was, we just laughed at the title, which then inspired Dan to go home and write a sketch that involved Mr. Canoehead. He brought it back the next day, and... We we didn't like the sketch, but we liked the title. Still liked the title. <laughs> so, Dan, I, did Dan go home again? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Bless his heart. And he came back with another sketch, and we started to think, yes, there's something here. Mr. Canoehead, Canada's aluminum-headed crime fighter. 
When the moon is in the seventh house. And Jupiter aligns with Mars. When cheese isn't where it should be. People call for one man. Ted. That's me! Okay, one of two men. The other one is Mr. Canoehead. Mr. Canoehead, the man with the 12-foot aluminum canoe welded to his head by a bolt of lightning. Having lost his job and his family, Mr. Canoehead decided to commit suicide by throwing himself in the river. (laughs) Goodbye, cruel world. Unfortunately, he forgot he could float. He beached himself and ended up walking aimlessly through the city. Hey, look! A guy with a canoe on his head! Hang him! Burn him! Kill him! Tie him to the roof of a station wagon! Yeah! Get him! Get him! Get him! him. I am not a form of transportation. I am a human being. Let me through. Let me through. Let me see that man. I'm a doctor. You're a doctor? Yes. Can you help me? Not without ruining your hair. No, the only thing I can suggest is to graft on a giant diesel engine in a ballroom and make you Mr. Love Boathead. Gavin McLeod on the top of your chin. Woe is me. It's hopeless. No, no, not at all. The world is dying for a great canoe head. You mean it? Mr. Canoe Head, I'm gonna make you a star. And so Mr. Canoe Head was on his way to stardom. Next week, Mr. Canoe Head gets a red stern light. Project Times goes to press. I'm Mike McMichaels. And I'm Huey P. Carp with these top stories. The National Enquirer published a story this week claiming that aliens from outer space kidnapped and sexually assaulted Carol Burnett. As a result, a $20 million lawsuit has been brought against the Enquirer by the aliens. <laughs> Spain is planning to join NATO, and Eric Palepot has the Russian reaction from Moscow. Come in, Eric. Mike, the Russians are furious. Though Francesco Franco has no say-so in NATO, they know Juan Carlos is a no-show in Moscow. <laughs> His toehold is twofold, giving Brezhnev the heave-ho and to show those in the know how low to go. Madrid's bid to rid the Reds caused a sit-in of Britain, a sermon from the Germans, and left France muskets. <laughs> The United States has expelled another group of Libyans. Well, I don't want to editorialize or anything, Mike, but I don't think it's fair to kick Billie Jean King out of the country just because she's a Libyan. No. No, Huey. Huey, Libyans are people, people from Libya. People from Libya are called Libyans. It has nothing to do with their sexuality. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My mistake. I thought you meant Lebanese. <laughs> What do you want to say about Bad Barbershop? This next piece is called Bad Barbershop Quartet. And it's bad. It is bad. Let's sing Sing of home sweet home. (laughs) And that's what was funny about it. I remember when we did this on stage, uh, someone came up to us and said, you know, you have to sing really well to do it that badly. (laughs) And it confused our audience, which is why we stopped doing it, because half the audience was too embarrassed to laugh because they thought we were being serious, because it is kind of silly lyrics, and the other half wanted to laugh but oh, it just got confusing but it's funny oh, 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 music. 
The very words conjure up images of mustachioed gentlemen crooning lazily in perfect, soothing, four-part harmony. Today's special guests are nothing like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the 12-time losers of the Burnaby Barbershop Quartet competition, Vert Boutet and his Barbershop Quartet. I'm Vern. I'm Bill. I'm Bat. Let's sing of home, sweet home. We'll wear white spats and boater hats and let our voices roam. Remember when I pledged my love, I got down on my knees, and then we kissed. Bum, 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 bum. Beneath the spreading trees, I slipped to the old soda shop. On top. It wasn't my fault if I couldn't stop till my lips began to freeze. <laughs> when I asked you for your handy, handy, you said it would be dandy. Dandy, dandy, But you had a boy named Randy, Randy, Luthor. Whose love for you was true No difference But that's okay I walked away I didn't get upset I spent my time composing rhyme In a barbershop quartet Hello Lonely guy in a room waiting for someone to call and bring love into an empty life. No, I'm sorry, there's no one called Gary here. I'm just a lonely guy in need of someone special who can make him happy. No, this is 7641. No problem. Thank you for calling. Oh. Hello, lonely guy in a room waiting for someone to call and bring love into an empty life. No, I don't want the paper delivered to my dark little room. No, Sunday only would be just as bad. Goodbye. Oh. Hello, lonely guy in a room waiting for someone to call to bring love into an empty life. You do? You want to marry me and live a beautiful life together full of joy and love? No, I'm sorry, there's no one called Gary here. This is 7641. Yes, and good luck to you too. Goodbye, sir. <laughs> Hello, lonely guy in a room waiting for someone to call and bring love into an empty life. You're listening to the best of the frantics. Best of the frantics. Right here on Frantic Hey.
Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh, are you home? Go away, I'm painting. It's me, Toulouse-Lautrec. Oh, come on in, Toulouse. The doggy door is open. Bonjour, Vincent. Hello, Toulouse. What are you working on? Oh, this is a self-portrait. You don't have a beard. I can't draw chins. <laughs> oh, you're letting your hair grow on one side. I can't see your ear. Um, uh, Toulouse? Yeah? Uh, can you deliver a package for me to Claire? For me? Why me? She's your mistress. Oh, yeah, well, we had a fight, and, uh, well, I got this little box. I want you to give it to her. Tell her I'm sorry. Let's see. You bought her this present? Uh, not exactly. What's in here? Chocolate? No. Just take it to her, tell her I love her, and that I'm Is it marzipan? No. It, don't open it, Toulouse. It's marzipan. No, t- Toulouse. Can I have one piece? No, don't just open let me it, have Toulouse. one piece. Just one. Just a... Oh. It's not marzipan. I've never seen anything like this. What is it? It's my ear. Gross me right out! <laughs> No, we had a fight. I want to make her feel bad. Oh, she'll feel bad. Claire will barf when she sees this. No, but it's a lover's message. What kind of message is this? Wish you were here? No. No, stop waving it around like that. Put it back in the box. Oh, who is it? It's me. Oh, it's Claire. What do I do? What do I say? Tell her the phone rang. Yeah? And you answered the blender by mistake. No! I'll hang on to the box for you. Come on in, Claire! No, what, no, what about my ear? My ear! Uh, well, put this empty paint bucket on your head. Hello, Vincent. Hello, Claire. My, my, is this a lawn jockey? Oh, it's Toulouse. I haven't seen much of you lately. Oh, Claire, did I miss your street corner? <laughs> So how's the view to loose? Is my nose clean? Why, whose business has it been in? So Claire, what brings you to a room with no bed? I just came by to pick up a few things, if that's all right with you, Vince. Vince, why are you wearing that bucket? Um, I heard it was going to rain. Real smooth, Vince. Well, excuse me while I get my clothes and toothbrush. No need to chew his ear off. Shut up! Just shut up! Vincent, Vincent, don't stand there looking like a metal lampshade. Go over there and apologize to Claire. Come on. Over where? I, I, I can't see. Hold still, I'll push you in the direction. What? There. Ow! Ooh! Uh, uh, Claire? Yes, Vince? Uh, you know the little fight we had last night? Yes, I know. I'm sorry. It, it was my fault. Let's never fight again, yeah? You forgive me, Vince? Yes, he even bought you this present. No, Here. I didn't. No! no, 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 no. Oh, thank you, Vince. You shouldn't have. Exactly what I said. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. Well, no use rattling it. It's not marzipan. <laughs> Toulouse, I'll kill you when I see you. I, Claire, why don't you take it home and open it, and then you don't embarrass me in front of the little dwarf here? 
Why don't you open it right now, Claire? Yes, Toulouse is right, Vincent. You're much too modest. Well, it's very nice. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's a human being's ear. Oh, gross me right out! Where did you get this? Well, I grew it, I grew it myself. Ah! It means for going steady. What? This ear in the box means we're going steady? If you want. Oh, Vince, I love you. What? I love you. You what? Oh, Vince, how can I make you understand? Try yelling into the box. (laughs) Saskatchewan, bring your hat. Saskatchewan with dogs and cats. Have you ever seen anything so flat? We got it over Manitoba. This summer, come to Saskatchewan and meet the friendly, simple folk that roam free here. Come stay in a friendly motel. The soap is complimentary. If you've never touched rye wheat with your hands, well, then I guess you're welcome to. This summer, come to Saskatchewan and sit around. Saskatchewan, the prairies are waiting. They're incredibly patient. This is the best of Frantic Times with the Frantics. Uh, Mr. Mathers is here, Doctor. All right, send him in, nurse. Hi, Dr. Proctor. I'm not crazy, you know. I don't even know why I'm here. Mr. Mathers, you're here because you made an appointment. Now, please, sit down. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. What seems to be bothering you, Mr. Mathers? Monsters. <laughs> Monsters. Okay, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> Tell me about these monsters. Well, they're big and terrible with bumpy things on their head and teeth the size of Manitoba. <laughs> Do these monsters frighten you? Not really. I mean, they try and everything. They say, boo, wow, oogie, oogie. But they're not very scary because they hiccup and make funny faces. (laughs) Mostly I just laugh. So you laugh at them, is that it? Well, except when they crowd around my desk. I see. Then I cry because they correct my spelling and touch my arm in a familiar fashion. And and then they... Yes. Dr. Proctor. Yes. You know what football players do when a guy gets a touchdown? The monsters pat your bottom? Is that it? They pat your bottom? No, they say, way to go, Mathers. Nice touchdown. I see. Am I cured yet? (laughs) Do you believe that these monsters really exist? Well, I guess... It's impossible for monsters to exist. Exactly. Except that they ain't my mother. (laughs) You believe that monsters ate your mother? Absolutely. She was making the bed with those floral sheets which monsters find unnerving. (laughs) So they they gobbled her up except for her teeth because there were little bits of pie between her teeth. (laughs) 
Do you, do you honestly believe that, Mr. Mathers? Well, it might have been a tart. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to believe, Doctor. I'm scared. Well, don't be. Okay. <laughs> Can I be worried? Well, I, I don't... I'm worried that monsters are going to drive me to work in a Datsun. But then I think they're going to take me to a different office building and force me to accept a higher-paying job with their retirement plan. I'm too young to retire. Listen to yourself, Mr. Mathers. Okay. Listen to yourself. These monsters represent your need for independence. Ooh! Oh, do you think so? Yes, yes, yes. It's through them you are able to obtain a better job, to free yourself of a domineering mother through her symbolic and rather unusual death. Messy. Messy yes, death. Yes. <laughs> but you are capable of standing on your own now. It's time to be rid of the monsters. Wait, don't say be rid of them, Doctor. You'll make them mad. Mr. Mathers, you don't need those monsters. No, no, and you'll make them mad. No, Mr. Mathers, I tell <laughs> What the heck is that? Oh, my God. Look at me. Dr. Proctor, except for his teeth. There were bits of steak between his teeth. Nice touchdown, Mathers. <laughs> Your homework is wrong. And then we're going to arrange dance classes for you. Monsters, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. This show has a lot of music in it this week, Paul. It does, it does. Because like, uh, we did the, uh, the Saskatchewan ad back there. That was, uh, that, those, those were pretty chords that I couldn't put a song to, but then when someone wrote Saskatchewan It was kind of an insulting sketch, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, I think it was. But we've all, it's already done. It's recorded. It's out there. We can't stop it. That's right. And the population of Saskatchewan is so minuscule that the chances of anyone out there listening to this is minute anyway. Well, the three guys from Saskatchewan will come and get us. That's right. This is the song that ends the show. And today it's entitled... Parlez Francais tout la time. It was written during the René Lévesque years of separation and the PQ party and Bill 101, which was everything had to be free. Right. And we, we thought there, there needed to be some rapprochement. <laughs> you and your words. <laughs> Who wrote this? I think Rick wrote it because it was it, it was all words and jokes and right, things which right. Rick does. And then uh, the two I think the two of us sang it together. Ladies and gentlemen, to close out the show, here is Parlez Francais tout le time. Ooh, you say that so nicely, Peter. You betcha. If we don't learn French, then Quebec says they'll go. So I'm going to be patriotic. I'll parlay Francais and watch Les Expos and prove Anglais aren't idiotic. If I can speak French, I can read so much more on the cereal box in the morning. And them French foreign films on late night TV will not only be nude but informing. Je mange a chicken chalet, j'aime French dressing on my salad. Je confier a Renault and I vote for Trudeau and I'm learning the Alouette ballad. I've always been facile at making faux pas. Now it's easy to find Le Mans Juste. Je marche to bistros in my Pierre Cardin suit and have café au lait on buttered toast. A 
So I went to Quebec, rendezvous chez Lebec, and I told him I could parlay Francais. When he heard what je dit in his language so sweet, he dropped Bill 101 the next day. <laughs> je mangeais a chicken chalet, j'aime French dressing on the salad. Je conjure a Renault, and I vote for Trudeau, and I'm learning the Alouette ballad. Flacons de blaze, just we parlay, Francais almost to the time. Bonjour, sir, and soup du jour. Moi, je suis doing fine. Thank you very much. This has been the best of Frantic Times with the, the Frantics. with the Frantics. Written and performed by Written the Frantics, Dan Redican, Rick Green, Rick Peter Wildman, Paul Chattel. It's like a bad rap. Bad rap. And uh, some female guest appearances by Meg Ruffman, Meg Ruffman. Maggie Butterfield, Maggie and Carolyn Butterfield. Scott. Carolyn That's not confusing at all. Sound effects production at CBC originally done by Dave Milligan. Sound effects by Kathy, Kathy Perry. Perry. Follow us on Facebook. Go to thefrantics.com if you have any questions. Drop us a note. Having questions. This was produced by Derek Wellsman, and Produced he's regretting it already. Boot to the head! Boot to the head!